Welcome everyone to Wisdom for a Crazy World, your trusted source for 21st century common sense. We hope you're having a great day, but just in case you're not, our host Tom McQueen is about to make it a lot better. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. And now, it is my privilege to introduce to you one of the most popular podcasters on any network, award-winning author and speaker, Tom McQueen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Wisdom for a Crazy World, your trusted source for 21st century common sense. I'm Tom McQueen. So glad you're here. Hope you're having a great week. We have a real important show today. The show is entitled, Does Every Child Have a Right to Life? Think about that question for a second. Does every child have a right to life? It's shocking that we even have to ask that question in a Christian nation. So before we begin, I want to share this with you. This is not an episode for young children to hear. So if you have uh, uh, young kids around the house, you know, let them listen to another episode, not this one. This is for you, an adult. Uh, we want to make that clear right at the onset. And I want to give you our contact information as well. It's uh, 1-800-748-7131. That's 800-748-7131. You can call anytime during the show, leave a message anytime during the week. If you have an idea for a show topic, feel free to do that. Or you can write to me at Letters to Ethan. That's Letters, T-O-E-T-H-A-N, Letters to Ethan at AOL.com. And Letters to Ethan, of course, is all one word. So I was giving a talk uh, several years ago at a local uh, high school. Catholic high school to a group of seniors and the topic of abortion came up. So I asked them, I said, uh, how many people in here have a general idea uh, about, I know you weren't born at the time, but how many people here historically would have a general idea about how many abortions have occurred roughly in our country since Roe versus Wade passed in 1973? So several kids raised their hand and one young girl said, well, it had to be a lot. And I said, well, define a lot for me. And she said, well, it had to be at least over a million. And they were shocked to find out that at that time, which was several years ago, that there were close to 60 million, that's 60 million abortions that have taken place in our country since 1973. And those are only the recorded ones. Um, the two organizations that keep abortion statistics are the U.S. Uh, Center for Disease Control, the CDC. And they're published yearly, but they rely on voluntary reports from state health departments. So, uh, and they haven't had data from California in quite some time. And then there's the Guttemacher Institute, uh, which they contact abortion clinics directly for data, but they don't survey every year. So even some of these numbers are uh, very loose. The good news is that uh, the latest reliable year, which is 2017, uh, indicated that there were 13.5 abortions for every 1,000 women of reproductive age. That would be from the ages of 15 to 44. That's down, thank God, uh, from what it was in 1981, where there were 29.3 abortions for every 1,000 women 
of reproductive age. So while we're making progress, we are definitely not making enough progress. And that's what our show is going to be about uh, today. What do we have to do as a Christian nation? I'm, I'm telling you, there are some appalling things happening uh, in Congress. Uh, the National Right to Life Office reported on February 28th, a couple days ago, uh, 2020, uh, that 220, 220 House Democrats voted against protecting babies born alive after an attempted abortion. Now, in case you think I misspoke, I'll read that to you again. 220 House Democrats voted against protecting babies born alive after an attempted abortion. Now, there's only one word that describes that, and that word would be sick. That is sick when a country allows that to happen. So that's the context of our show today, and that will be the subject of our uh, future segments. We have a quick uh, crash course in biology set up for today to show the marriage here between religion and science uh, in a very simple way, and we want you to stay tuned. Once again, I'm Tom McQueen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. We'll be right back, my friends. From author Tom McQueen comes the important and must-read new book, What I Learned When I Died, Life Lessons from Heaven. In What I Learned When I Died, author Tom McQueen shares some of the lessons he learned from that initial encounter in heaven, lessons that were reinforced by the fellow travelers he journeyed with along the road of life. Author Tom McQueen is a retired licensed marriage and family therapist, chaplain, and founder of the American Family Foundation, Incorporated. He has published numerous books and articles, and his best-selling book, Letters to Ethan, a collection of letters he wrote to his grandson, was the recipient of the Angel Award from the Excellence in Media Foundation. Author Tom McQueen has appeared on the Lifetime Television Network, the This is the Day program on Catholic TV, and on many shows and radio programs throughout the United States. What I Learned When I Died, Life Lessons from Heaven, from author Tom McQueen, is available on Amazon and makes a great book for book clubs. Order your copy today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom Queen, and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. And today we're asking the question, does every child have a right to life? You know, in his descent to the U.S. Supreme Court's 2000 Stenberg versus Carhartt decision, Justice Kennedy uh, wrote that relative to dismemberment abortions, this is what he said exactly, uh, quote, the fetus, in many cases, dies just as a human adult or child would. It bleeds to death as it is torn limb from limb. The fetus can be alive at the beginning of the dismemberment process and can survive for a time while its limbs are being torn off. Justice Kennedy then added uh, in the court's 2007 opinion in Gonzalez versus Carhartt, that those types of abortions are, quote, laden with the power to devalue human life. Let's be a little bit more specific. So uh, a dismemberment abortion 
is a brutal uh, type of abortion. And of course it causes the death of an unborn child purposely to dismember a living unborn child and extract him or her one piece at a time from the uterus through the use of clamps, grasping forceps, tongs, scissors, or similar instruments that through the convergence of two rigid levers, slice, crush, and or grasp a portion of the unborn child's body to cut or rip it off. So what has our country done about that? What are we doing about that? Well, the Unborn Child Protection from Dismemberment Abortion Act protects unborn children from the brutality of being torn apart limb by limb by dismemberment. So I obtained these statistics from uh, National Right to Life and it's so interesting that uh, 13 states, oh I'm sorry, 12 states uh, to this date as of, I should say as of July 17th, 2019, 12 states, and I'm not aware of any additional ones since then, there, there may be, but 12 states as of July 17, 2019 have passed the Unborn Child Protection from Dismemberment Abortion Act. Uh, however, uh, in only three states is that law currently active due to several challenges. So the only three states where that act is currently in effect would be Mississippi, West Virginia, and Oklahoma. In all the other states, uh, there were, have been injunctions granted and so forth. And to, to go back to the word sick, there would be another example of uh, legislation that is not being passed and not being enacted in the majority of our country. 41 senators recently voted against saving the lives of babies who were strong enough to fight for their own lives following an abortion. So literally, these senators voted to legalize the murder of a born child. Hey, some of them you've seen on TV recently, you'll know these names, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Chuck Schumer, Elizabeth Warren, and Hillary Clinton's old running mate, Tim Kaine. Now there's more, but those are a few of the more recognizable names. We cannot allow this to continue in our country, and we need to work harder pressing Congress to uh, enact this legislation and uh, enact dismemberment abortion bans. It's ridiculous and it's sick. And I'll be back to talk more about it after our short break here. I'm Tom McQueen and you're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. Be right back, my friends.
Parents always want the best for their kids. They want them to be the best versions of themselves and have every opportunity available and all the knowledge and tools necessary to have a successful and fulfilling life. Tom McQueen, the award-winning author and speaker, has an amazing program available to parents and grandparents that can make a big impact on the lives of their kids. If you have just 90 minutes to invest in your children, then do not miss this amazing opportunity. Tom focuses on giving kids the life skills they need to be successful, to help them navigate the world positively and with direction. This is a very important presentation and one no parent should miss. It is a game changer. To learn more, visit AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com. That's AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com or call 1-800-748-7131. 1-800-748-7131. AmericanFamilyFoundationInc.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen. You're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. And today we're asking the question, does every child have a right to life? In my counseling practice years ago, I met several women that experienced abortions and heard all of the old reasons why abortions were okay. For example, no one really knows when life begins, one person told me, or it was just a blob of tissue And having someone navigate the emotional pain of an abortion is certainly an enormous task because an abortion is something that you don't forget. It's something that you try to deal with emotionally, spiritually for the rest of your life. And you know, those old arguments, they're on the wane today, especially in the light of surgical abortions, which is how most abortions are are done in this world. But you know, a quick biology lesson At the moment when a human sperm penetrates a human ovum or egg, generally in the upper portion of the fallopian tube, a new entity comes into existence, scientific fact. Zygote is the name of the first cell formed at conception, the earliest developmental stage of the embryo. And that's followed by the marula and the blastocyst stages. So people ask the question, well, Is it human? Is it alive? Is it just a cell? Or is it an actual organism? A being? And these are logical questions. I mean, they're okay questions to ask. But you have to know the answers to help people to change this tragedy that's occurring in our country. The zygote is composed of human DNA and other human molecules. So it's nature is undeniably human and not some other species. And scientists also tell us that, not religious people, scientists tell us that it's quite clear that the earliest human embryo is biologically alive. It fulfills the four criteria, they say, needed to establish biological life, metabolism, growth, reaction to stimuli, and reproduction. Life begins at conception. Jeremiah tells us that famous quote, before you were born, I knew you, I called you by name. Combine science and religion, and it's a tragedy 
that our country has experienced over 60 million abortions since 1973, since Roe versus Wade. My mother was a, uh, a great right to life for uh, her birthday. She would have been 100 years old on March the 6th. She always fought for the unborn. So I'm asking you to do that as well, to contact your local representatives, to write letters, to join right to life groups, to do whatever it takes to minimize and to eventually end this tragedy, this stain on our Christian nation. It's up to us. Legislators aren't gonna do it on their own. We live in a culture of convenience. Abortions are convenient. The top two reasons given, according to a study by Lawrence Finer, for having an abortion, and this accounts for 48% of the reasons uh, women give, is that they're not ready for another child and the timing is wrong or they can't afford a baby now. We live in a culture of convenience and we want to change that. So our prayer today, Father in heaven, we ask you to send us your grace, your strength and your courage to work together, to collaborate, to put an end to this travesty and end to the destruction of human life so that we can live and celebrate our children from the moment of conception through their birth and give them the opportunity to grow and develop as your children. We ask for your grace, your support, and your guidance and direction. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Help us, our friends, and have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this very important episode. God love you. See you next week.